It's time for the Kernel Mania podcast with Mike, Spencer, and Ace. Welcome to the Crundle Mania podcast. My name is Ace Bonnelu, joined by Mike and Spencer. Who can answer first? Which podcast episode is this? It's Bye. not like we practiced this once already. <laughs> yeah, we, this, this was the question on our practice run. They both got it wrong. We had some audio issues, and they both got it wrong. It is number five. Spencer, you're correct. There we go. <laughs> So a crazy day today in wrestling, <laughs> mainly WWE. A lot of people talking about it being Black Wednesday. It's nuts, man. So many releases today, main roster talent, as well as by, behind the state, behind the stage, behind the scenes producers as well. Uh, like probably about 15, 16 total people, maybe more than that. And yeah, there was a lot of frustration online today from, from people. Uh, some, well, I would say that like, I don't want to say there's like a biggest name, but a few of the more notable guys that were among the cuts were uh, Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson, Kurt, Kurt Hawkins, Zack Ryder. Those are kind of the four that like came to my mind. Drake Maverick. Drake Maverick as well, yeah. But feel for all the guys, man. Like it's never a great situation to get released. Uh, but yeah. I mean, financially, it kind of just made sense because WWE doesn't have the Saudi money right now or the, the same amount of TV income coming in. So. It's very unfortunate. My heart goes out to every wrestler that was uh, that got the tough news today. Gallows and Anderson and Maverick had the most TV time. Um, I, oh, we we talked about this earlier because this is our second go of the podcast because of the audio recording. But now I can just say what I thought was hate just breeds more hate. So don't be hateful online. That's the Ace Bondaloo mind. That's an Ace Bondaloo promise. <laughs> there you go, uh, Spencer. What did you think of it? Um. I thought it was an unfortunate byproduct of the economy. That's that's really all that it comes down to. Um, at the end of the day, it's likely that these guys are going to come back at some point. Um, but they had to pare yeah, down. Yeah, and also roster. like so we could we it. could talk about this all day long. But then we're going to go. Yeah, we, I don't we'd really end want up to. We we'd end up in politics, U.S. politics. We live in Canada. No one wants to hear us talk about that. So no. you're safe from that here. Um, I don't even want to try talking about that. No. So let's just bit. let's let's just focus on the positive and let's hear Mike's recap of AEW Dynamite. For sure. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm also I'm with you guys about those comments for sure. Like this is a podcast where you guys can come to just hear three dudes get baked to talk about wrestling. The other stuff. Three insiders. Ooh, three insiders. Insiders. <laughs> insiders. Like Ace Bondaloo's a real name. Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> anyway, to AEW. So we opened up with Jake the Snake Roberts with another vignette to open the show. A couple of weeks in a row we've seen that. Talking about why Lance Archer is going to win the TNT title tournament. Another classic Jake the Snake Roberts promo, promo to start the show. Really enjoyed it. Uh, did you guys like that promo? We didn't, didn't we, see we it. and Spencer both haven't seen AEW. We, 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 we want you to recap oh, right. it. And then we will... Uh, <laughs> we will... Um, we'll, we'll break down our thoughts and then we're going to talk about NXT a bit and... It should be good. Anyways, yeah, yeah <laughs> my bad. I, we, I, I, I am going to watch AEW, uh, the highlights later tonight. I don't know about Spence. I, uh, I watched the, uh, the ending of uh, the, the show. I had, a, I had a bit of it on mute for a bit because I was just like cooking and doing some other stuff. But uh, I did see the very ending and I saw a little bit, but I did not see the start. So uh, um, I won't be able to give too much. For sure. Input oh, until Spence, you're done. The good news is you are coming in loud and clear. 
Ooh, fantastic. Okay. When, what <laughs> audio issues are all cleared up? Yeah, just I one... feel like we could just acknowledge it. We've talked about it so many times. We could say we've been having some audio issues, okay? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Let's just continue along with the AEW. <laughs> yeah, good opening promo by Jake the Snake there. Uh, one line he said he was he was talking about why Lance Archer like wasn't originally in AEW to start with, and like he was pushing the fact that he was pushed out of the country, forced to wrestle in Japan to make a living. I like that they're using that kind of a storyline to describe his like his journeyman roots and stuff. Twenty plus years in the oh, business. Oh, so they were talking about how like he just was forced out. That's sweet. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. The, the line was he was pushed out of this country, man, and forced to go to Japan just to make a damn living, and he's pissed off. So it's cool. It's like a couple side stories with with Archer. It's nice. They're doing a couple different. Different things to hype up sort of his background. I like it. Next up, we have Cole Cabana talking about the match he's having with Archer tonight in the first round of the TNT title tournament. And this is kind of like the first longer look we've gotten at Cabana since he's been on the main on, on the main roster, since he's been on the AEW roster. Uh, and he basically just described how he spent 15 years wrestling and dominating in places like China, Australia, India. So he's, he essentially just said he's wrestled big bad dudes before and he's won against big bad dudes. So he's not, he's not intimidated by Lance Archer. So then we go straight to Cabana versus Archer. Uh, pretty solid match. Uh, Archer got most of the offense in in this one and no sold a whole bunch of Colts moves. No sold oh, a bunch of chops. Colt. <laughs> he got some Colt. offense in. Hey, he didn't get squashed. Like it was a, it was a solid bully beatdown with a little bit of offense from Colt. He didn't look like a bum in this one. My favorite part of the match was before, was before it actually even started. Lance Archer went and just punched a dude in the crowd. <laughs> just walked straight up to him and punched him in the face. That's what he did in New Japan too. He would just hit people in the crowd. I love it. It's just like he's like the most like badass heel right now in any country, in my opinion. Yeah, I beat him with the blackout. Advances to the semis of the TNT title tournament. Oh, look at this! Oh no! Colt is a big man! Blackout! Oh! Jeez! That's what he calls it, the blackout. One, two, three, and it propels him to the next round. Next up, we had a vignette from Britt Baker talking about fair fighting and her deviated septum from when she got her nose kicked in by uh, last week by Hikaru Shida. And yeah, I don't know. It was an okay vignette. Nothing, nothing special there. Just keeping Britt Baker on TV. Next up, we had... Oh, actually, something that happened throughout the whole show was like these fun little predictions from like insiders about who they thought would win the AEW world title match tonight. So I thought that was really... I thought that was really interesting and I uh, appreciated that kind of like above and beyond type of work by AEW to hype the matchup. Then we had a squash match, Britt Baker beating Cassandra Golden really quickly. Then next up, we had the Bubbly Bunch, which was pretty funny. It was like a, like a FaceTime conversation between like the different members of the inner circle. And it's like they're kind of just talking down about the elite. It's pretty amusing. It's kind of a, a fun way to like keep them on TV without wrestling. They just pretended they were on each other's phones and stuff like that. And yeah, that was pretty awesome. So, like that. Next up, we had Sammy Guevara versus Suge D. Now, Suge D, in, <laughs> for anyone that didn't watch last week's show, is uh, Pineapple Pete. So, like, Chris Jericho has named him. <laughs> he is so over. It's not even funny. What do you think about Pineapple Pete, Spence? Um, oh, yeah. He's a guy. That's, that's his name. I think his name is taken from the movie Semi-Pro. That's what I know. Not Pineapple Pete, but Sugar Dunkerton. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, good, good, uh, good luck out there. That's that's. T- I didn't even realize that until like, uh, probably last week. 
was like, oh, that's yeah. why. That's such a weird, like a random name to have. Like, I was like, what did you just like put those things into like a blender and just like mix and like, come up with the three most random names? It's how I came up Pretty with my much. Xbox Live name, but. Yeah. Anyways, Sugar Dunkerton, Shug D, Pineapple Pete, whatever you want to call him. Uh, he faces off against Sammy G. It was another basic squash match. Guevara using the same finisher as Dominic Dijakovic in uh, NXT. It's the torture rack into a GTS, which is a badass looking move. And then Guevara cuts a promo after the match, uh, starts beating up Shug D, and then Darby Allen comes out, makes the save. Those two fight. Uh, I think it's next week or the week after in another first round TNT title matchup, tournament matchup. Then we have Superbad Kip Sabian versus Chuck Taylor. I'll be honest, I watched Survivor during this match. I just am not, neither, neither guy interests me. Like, Chuck Taylor is just, <laughs> just a guy, just a dude. And like, Kip Sabian is just not there yet for me. He, he needs a little bit of work. So I, I didn't, I came back, watched the finish. It was a roll up win for Sabian. And that's all I have to say about that. Next up, we have another squash match Justin Law versus Sean Spears. Uh, victory for Spears. They're trying to keep him sort of looking decent after the loss to Cody last week. And then Man, we got Justin the- Law looks like every douchey farm boy that ever <laughs> went to my high school ever. Like, like just kind of in shape, but only because he has to work it in the evenings. But just like chew, just have, you can just see him with a big chaw on his lip. Like he just looked like a little farm boy or a big farm boy. That's, that was my thought when I saw Justin Law. Sorry, continue. Hey, and also, can I tell you guys something that's been on my mind that's making me not been able to focus as well as I would like? I just know Gosh. I have to recap NXT later, and I don't know how to pronounce her name. Is it, is it, is it Shia Lee? Zia Lee. Zia Lee. Okay, cool. Thank God. I knew I was dead wrong. I knew I was wrong. You're welcome. <laughs> oh, thank God, man. I just kept thinking about that the whole time you were talking, and I felt so bad, but I was like, I'm baked. I don't know what it is. <laughs> Well, I'm glad I could help you out there, my guy. <laughs> Continue on. Uh, main event time, Mox versus Hager. Empty arena, no holds barred match. This one about uh, just under half an hour. And I, I saw mixed comments online about it. Some people loved it. Some people hated it. Uh, some people felt that it was like kind of similar to the Orton Edge match where there was just a lot of like punching and kicking and like throwing the other guy into stuff. And then like, you know, a little bit plotting. I felt this was better than the Edge versus Orton match in that regard. I just felt like... Um, well, they, they, they told a, a nice story in this one about the fact that like Hager should have the edge with his MMA background, but Mox was sort of keeping up with him in terms of that department. So I thought that was cool. And then Hager got the upper hand in terms of beating down Mox's shoulder, rib, and ankle. So he's kind of trying to like pick him apart. But Mox kind of just endured it, finished, him, finished off Hager with a paradigm shift onto a chair. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, it wasn't an amazing match. Like, it was a little slow at times. Uh, and JR on commentary was a little awkward. Like, just one thing he said. He literally said, Hager may prove to be stronger than a staph infection. And I just didn't think that was a very <laughs> funny line. Like, I, I thought it was a little cheesy. I don't, I don't know. I anyway. just find that uh, Moxley's title run, it's just not been as good as Jericho so far, but that's fine because Jericho was so good, and also there's been no crowd, so you got to cut him some slack. It's true. He would be so he would be so over in the crowd if there was if there was crowd yeah. available. I just keep forgetting about him, and I'm like, why do I keep forgetting about John Moxley? Well, I think it's because he doesn't. He's not wrestling on TV all that often, right? They've been building up this match with Hager for like three weeks, so they've just been showing. I him always remember Jericho, baby. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. I but, always but, remember him. 
I mean, you're right. You're right about that. But it, um, Spencer, that's a good point too, right? I mean, like these are empty arena shows, like you said. Like if there was yeah. a crowd, we would have a way different opinion. I think. Mm-hmm. I think so too, man. I 100% think that. Well, that's all for AEW. It was uh, that was a pretty pretty good show. I I wouldn't say it was as good as last week's show, but I I still enjoyed it. It was a nice uh, nice sort of opportunity for like one thing I like about AEW is they're bringing in some of these like more local wrestlers. I know they're getting job, but at least they're on TV, hey, eh? like national television, having these matches. So that's kind of cool, good opportunity for some of these upstarts trying to sort of make a name for themselves too. Yeah, local farm boy. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Local farm boy. Mm-hmm. Support him. Now it comes down to Ace Bondaloo to recap Bondaloo. NXT, and he only saw the highlights. Okay. This is some real that. insider talk tonight, gentlemen. Real insider oh talk. That's the name real. of this podcast. Real insider talk. <laughs> Someone just touched their mic. Real insider style. Anyways. <laughs> We open the show. It's Finn Balor versus Fabian Aikner. I think it's Aikner, but I'm crying, so it could be Eichner, is it? Yeah, it's Eichner. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, well. That's a hard Fabian name. Fabian Eichner. It is a hard name. He tried to push Finn around, tried to push him past his limits. Uh, Balor won. Here's my thing, though, with Balor. He wins. We know he's going to win. Why are they calling Prince with an X? That doesn't even make sense. Because he's a fallen prince. Because he's a heel prince. Uh, He's like the prince of NXT. He's the prince of poor grammar. That's what he is. I think it's because he has a tattoo of like that X design on his hat. It's supposed to be part of like the his logo. (laughs) Like the X. I don't like it. The X is now part of Finn's logo. Like that's his whole thing. It's a little better now, but I still think it encourages poor grammar. <laughs> it, is, it is kind of dumb, because it's like an X doesn't make that noise. It's, it's my problem. It's the same thing as my problem with uh, Dead Mouse 5 or whatever it is. Yeah, that Oh, Dead Mouse. Yeah. Dude, I feel the same way. <laughs> hey, man. I'll never refer Prinks. to him as, as that other name. Like, oh, there's Prinks, there's Prinks Balor. Prinks Balor, everybody. Prinks. Yeah, that's more, uh, that's more accurate. That's basically what he is. Um, then we cut to a Charlotte Flair promo, pre-taped, and she pretty much talks about how she's dominated three generations. She beat Trish. She's beaten Natalia. She's Ugh. beaten Nikki Bella, as well as present stars of today, like Sasha Banks and more. And then she goes on to say she's ready for the future. She's beaten Rhea Ripley. She's ready for Io Shirai. She even mentions Mia Yim at one point as well, just putting people over. I like Charlotte Flair. Now, earlier on in the night, gentlemen, I asked you for the name of this lady. What was it? It is Zaya Lee. Yeah, she fought Aaliyah. Uh, she won. It was not that long. She won with a spinning heel kick. Um, good match. Looks like they're just building here. Uh, they're getting a lot of uh, international talent, which is kind of cool. I can't wait to see how this teaches other people to uh, embrace the culture they're bringing over. I love that. 
Yeah, I also just like the fact that like a lot of these people are also jer like journey women, like, you know, the, especially the ones that, like Mia Yim, she was in Impact for a while, you know, uh, I think her name was Jade when she was in Impact. And like, so it's cool too to get like, that, the diversity, yeah, but also the diversity in terms of like where they got their starts and stuff. That's why, that's one of the cool things about NXT. It's like a sort of like a, like a spot for all different backgrounds and all different like sort of like experience yeah. levels of the indies and other promotions. Yep. Pretty much what I sound up on what I'm trying to say is like you'll just learn more, you know what I mean? And you'll I'm learn honey. to appreciate a greater palette. Um, and then we cut to the cruiserweight tournament. And I remember I said in the news that Drake Maverick wouldn't be in this, but he's still gonna be in it, which is so weird, guys. Well, they pre-taped it. Oh, did he? Well he said he yeah. was gonna give it his all. Like it... I think Drake they Maverick's pre taped it. Didn't break kayfabe then for this at all. Yeah, that's a businessman right there. Like, that's a worker. <laughs> it makes you almost wonder, like, is this a work? Is he getting the title? <laughs> you, you would love it if that happened. <laughs> well, I wouldn't like it. That'd be so messed up, dude. That would be. That would be so messed up, dude. Well, if he was staying, you would love it. Not, not the fact that he's going. That'd be so bad. I'd I suck. Don't, I, don't think I, I don't think I'd like him anymore. I would be like, I don't want you here now. If he won the for title, being a part of that, unless um, unless it was like it wasn't his call to win it, and they just said, "Hey, sir, you want a job again? You got to win the title, so you're gonna make it look like this firing was a uh, work." Then it'd be okay. Anyways, Isaiah Swerve <laughs> Scott versus Akira Tazawa, um, Mike's boy, Akira Tazawa. Uh, he oh, hold on, wait a minute. <laughs> he pulls out the win. Here's your first Mike's him. boy. He's, Mike's boy. <laughs> Afterward, when he was when he was interviewed, he oh. promised to win the NXT Cruiserweight Championship again. He's won it before. <laughs> yeah, he won it. Anyways, oh, whatever, it doesn't matter. <laughs> he beat Neville, didn't he? With yeah, he did. Titus Worldwide, and then Neville yes. just won it right back, and it was weird. <laughs> oh man, well, what that the title is now. nothing. That might have been the worst title run in WWE history. I think Enzo's was worse. They, they should have just kept celebrating that thing on live TV that he won, and he never defended <laughs> it. That would have been way more fun. <laughs> um, then you get Tegan uh -huh. Knox versus Ra Raquel Gonzalez. Uh, Knox wins. Of course, she's going to win. She's the one who's getting pushed. You know what I mean? The girl with the shiniest I mean, wizard. I'm pretty sure this was like a pretty big match. It was supposed to be pretty big. Um, I was never that into it. I hear someone cleaning dishes. Um, uh, and Knox won. Yeah. There Sorry, you go. that took me out of it. That took me out of it. I um, apologize. It's Diana again. <laughs> oh, at this point, it's part of the pod. But we're. <laughs> We're gonna make a little like segment for it. <laughs> Diana's dishes part two. The, no, the Diana noise of the night. Oh man, oh, I'm sorry, guys. You just it's walked okay. in the kitchen. <laughs> She's allowed to live. It's not like there's a million people listening to this. So yeah, exactly. I mean, there clearly is. But anyways, then Keith Lee uh, the gets a. Oh, Keith, Keith Lee. Gets a, he gets a nice vignette. Oh yeah, um, pre-taped. Yeah, yeah. About how he uh, had to steal his own car once to head to a wrestling show. Uh, he talked about how he... 
fell in love with the best lane and he's the biggest star in NXT. And I'm like, but Lee, baby, you don't have the main title. You just have the North American title. Chillax. You know, guys, what do you think of that? I mean, anything Keith Lee does, I'm for. <laughs> like, as long as he's on TV, I, like, doesn't matter. And I like that he's building up, like, the prestige of the North American title. And who knows, maybe he'll try to do the double belt look at some point. That'd be hype if he was the first double champion. That would be wild. The Dream's got to win that belt, baby. Dream. Anyways, would... then we get Dexter Loomis coming in here look like, looking like he's part gardener, part serial killer, <clears throat> part murderer, part golfer, part dad, part hipster, part porn star. Like, the guy is having an identity crisis, clearly. And <laughs> you just kind of feel bad for him. He's taking out his frustrations in the ring. He was going up against this guy named Tahuti Miles. Uh, probably a nice lad. Uh, he he lost to Raj well this week. Tuh- he's lost Tuh- Tuh- Miles on there. Yeah, he lost to like I don't even remember someone. He he got squashed again. We'll just say that. I think it was like oh, it was Angel Garza. That's right. Of course, he's going to lose to Angel Garza. This guy also looks like he wants to sing Rockabilly. Dexter Loomis, like he loves Rockabilly. <laughs> very specific sure. thing. I know, but he's a very specific person. Just look at him. Um, he's going to have a very specific fan base is what I'm going to say I don't think I'll be in it I didn't like the show Dexter okay Um, I don't know what that has to do with anything but okay he wins by submission he kind of looks like he wants to put him under the knife like Dexter did after and uh, that's about it but Tahuti Miles I want to see more of him now that you told me he was on a Raw, that's crazy. He has the best name in wrestling. I mean, Tahuti Miles. Like, come on, that's so that's so dope. Um, Adam Cole no yeah. shows Velveteen Dream next, gentlemen. He doesn't. He didn't show up. For shame. Uh, Such a bastard. It was a, just a pre-taped segment. Velveteen Dream said uh, Adam Cole was the greatest NXT champion of all time. But he's coming for what's his. And I was like, that is yours. Go get it. That belongs to you, sir. I was like, take it. I don't know why he even has it. And then Finn Balor showed up and he was like, I take offense to this. It has nothing to do with Adam Cole being in a different area and not being able to travel here. But I want to challenge you to a match now, a number one contender uh, match. So be careful because ignorant comments We'll get you a date with the prince. How about you be a gentleman, Finn, and pick the dream up, let's say, next Wednesday night. And dream accepted for next week. So that's very exciting. I hope the dream wins. I hope uh, Balor puts him over because that's their guy. They got to ride this guy to the moon. I'd like to see a triple threat match, honestly. Like, I, I feel like what else are they going to give Balor to do? He was supposed to fight Walter, but they can't because because of like the whole not being able to be in the same... like. Location? I think Walter is like at home still right now. So in Austria. Yeah. Are they just gonna let Finn and Dream fight the whole time? Well, I think you could just like ex- elongate this. You know, they've done triple threat feuds before. Like not in this. Then we get to um, the NXT Tag Team Champions, Matt Riddle, with his mystery partner versus the Undisputed Era. And his mystery partner was Timothy Thatcher. But on the stream I watched, all I heard was Timothy. And then it got cut off. 
And I thought oh, that cool. was funny, and I wanted to let you guys know that. Um, <laughs> well edited. Announced that it was going to be Timothy Thatcher, and I thought it was interesting that Pete Dunn had his uh, WWE 2K19 sweater on, not 20. He's like, I'm not repping that glitchy mess of a game. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Timothy Thatcher comes out looking like a mix between Sami Zayn and Aiden English, and you're like, oh, there, who is that? And it's Timothy Thatcher. So as soon as Vince sees him, he's done. It's going to be Sami Zayn, too. And it's actually Roderick Strong and Bobby Fish. I don't know why Kyle O'Reilly wasn't there. Uh, he wasn't, though. Um, they isolated Riddle before Thatchel. Thatcher. Thatchel. Timothy Thatchel. Uh, Thatcher uh, gets in, and uh, he gets an iron bar on Strong, taps him out. Oh, I forgot to let you know that Dexter Loomis appeared at one point and glared into the camera like he was Ben Stiller and. Zoolander. <laughs> the fun thing about this match was um, Thatcher not being down to fist bump with Matt Riddle. But it's also making me think, like, why is no one down to party with Matt Riddle? Even Pete Dunne doesn't look like he hangs out, enjoys hanging out with him. Like, I'd have a great time. I mean, you know, we all just, know that Matt Riddle loves I feel like those, yeah, but I mean, like, He seems like American. a cool dude. Yeah, I would, hey, I would love to hang out with Matt Riddle, man. He'd be a badass dude. Yeah, man. I feel like Pete Dunne and them are just like, don't realize the opportunity they have. Like him and Timothy Thatcher are just, they seem like a bit of a buzzkill. That's it. Well, I mean, I think it's temporary. It. I, I don't think that they're going to be a team forever. It's a temporary move, I would have to assume. I hope it involves into, into a love triangle between the three of them. Like <laughs> a, bro, a bromance one? That'd be fun. That would be pretty fun. End, Matt's like, it was always you, bro. Book that. There you go. It's a good one. It. And then we get an interview from Tommaso Ciampa backstage. And who should interrupt him, Mike? What's his name? Killer Cross. Did you say killer? Is it just Cross now? It's Carrion Cross. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, pause. I didn't know that. I don't like that. I think that's horror. Carrion? Like K-A-R-I-A-N? Dude, K-A-R-R-I-O-N. K-A-R-R-I-O-N. Yeah, and then there was a foot next to him, so I was like, who is the foot near him? That's probably his wife. (laughs) She's also in the company. What's her name? Like, Kathy? Dude, if you if you don't know who Scarlett Bordeaux is, man, you gotta look her up right after we're done here. And maybe actually. I I do know who that is. Was she an impact? (laughs) Yes, she was like doing the strip oh, and stuff. See, I know she, who that is. Yeah, she wears oh, like dude. the. I was thirteen once. <laughs> but yeah, that that could be a power duo right there. I don't like the name, man. I think they should just call him Cross if they're not going to call him. I know, I understand why he can't be called Killer Cross, but like, just Carrion Cross, ah, it doesn't really ring the same to me. Yeah, and then that was the show, you guys. That was NXT. Spencer, we haven't heard from you in a while. How have you been doing the last little bit? I'm very, very high. That's, that's how I'm doing. Yeah, Spence, what did you have earlier today? Um, we're doing this a little early, but uh, I uh, sprung and ended up getting these um, leaf pre-roll things. So what they're, they're like cones that you pack. Well, they come as just like empty cones. 
and you just pack them full of, uh, of ground up weed that's not super fine. Um, and it holds a gram or 1.25 grams each thing. So I had one of those and my goodness, it was the highest I've ever been. Um, it was Guys, full of not... uh, something great. Oh no. Oh, Ace has got a breaking news. Not to interrupt, but I do have some breaking news. Okay. Oh, breaking news. <sighs> okay. I forgot how I was going to word this. But we got to do social media shout outs before we forget. We do, Always. Should we also run down Raw? Because we didn't oh, right. talk we about that yet. <laughs> Wait, we skipped over Raw. We started with yeah. AEW. <laughs> Okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to do social media shout-outs, and then if they've listened for that, maybe they'll stick around for Raw. And Spencer, you're going to recap it, okay? Sounds good. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is the intro for social media shout-outs right here. Social media shout-outs. All right, uh, the first one, Mike, do you have a pen and paper? Can you write these down? I got my phone on me. Is that good enough? That works. All right, hit me. At Stephen of Dogtown, who replied to Mike, oh. who said, who else is done with Becky's title run? And he said, it's getting crazy stale, a lot like Seth's toward the end of his most recent run. I think we mostly all agree with that a little bit. Yeah, I'd say varying, so, for sure. To varying degrees, for sure. Yeah, 100%. Um, shout out to... I don't know how to say this person's name. It's Tanku Amir SG. And he said, I've been enjoying it. He's talking about the Alistair Black and Oni Lorcan match. All he had to do was interact. I'm shouting him out. You know what I mean? Appreciate, yeah. appreciate that interaction. I, I just want to quickly, before we go any further, just thanks to everybody that's been interacting with us on the tweet. Man, I really appreciate it. It's been nice to chat with people about wrestling. Yeah, and we'll do one more. Uh, at the real fan bro, we like you quite a bit. You like we like that name. Uh, he replied to Mike, who said it's confirmed Andrade versus McIntyre tonight. This will be a very good match. He wrote NXT rematch, and Mike replied, "Yes, sir." A great belt between the two. The man said back, "I agree. Thumbs up." But was it a good match? We'll find out right now as we cut to Spencer with that raw rundown. All right, time for uh, Monday Night Raw. Now, it is, uh, what is it, Wednesday today as, as of recording. So, um, And I didn't watch all of Raw, so my, my information might be spotty. But if you guys uh, remember anything I missed, just hop on in. Um, but yeah, we start off with old Drewy Mack coming out with some uh, replays of his win over Brock Lesnar, which was a match that I dis. Well, I didn't despise. I just didn't enjoy Brock Lesnar in it. But uh, anyway, that's a whole other thing. Um, anyway, he uh, he just uh, talks himself up to this whole, re- you know, the whole typical uh, um, new champion thing. And so uh, he's interrupted by El Idolo, another one of Mike's boys, um, coming out. And Delina Vega said, uh, congrats. But uh, remember how... Uh, Andrade beat you for the NXT title, and uh, so he accepted the challenge for the match. So that's uh, that was the tweet that Mike uh, referenced earlier. Um, so that was confirmed at the start. Uh, <clears throat> I also believe I don't know if it was around this point, but uh, Becky Lynch also cut a bit of a promo, um, and she kind of said uh, some character retconning. It seemed that she was uh, 
not actually she was just acting like that to get under uh Shayna Baszler's skin and it and it worked so she was not actually the uh, crown wearing person that was all flashy and people didn't like I don't really get it um we'll see if this works or if this is just a way to keep her around uh during all of this so they'd still have some sort of draw on the women's side I don't know if that's just me speculating anyway moving along we get to Asuka versus Ruby Riot for the uh, um, TLC, or not the TLC, yeah, the Money in the Bank uh, ladder match uh, qualifications. Um, Asuka just kind of beats, uh, Asuka beats Ruby Riot, and this one is pretty much a uh, um, pretty obvious uh, result, I think we can all agree on. Um, Ruby Riot doesn't really seem to be getting pushed, and uh, Asuka is. Um, it does seem to be the end of the Kabuki Warriors, though, as Kyrie Saint lost last week. So that's unfortunate. Maybe they'll just be pals, but they won't. Doesn't look like they'll tag team for a while. Um, and then we had uh, Alistair Black versus Oni Lorcan. Um, Mike, I believe you enjoyed this match quite a bit. Uh, I did not see it personally, so uh, do you want to give us a rundown of it, or uh, should we just keep moving along? What do you think? Yeah, I mean, it wasn't super long. Like, Oni Lorcan just chops the dickens out of anybody he faces, like, all day long, man. Just heavy chop. So, a lot of chops from him. Alistair got man, the win. That makes sense. He's got the longest fingers on a human being <laughs> I've ever seen. Dude, when you shared that photo, I was like, what? This, this looks like a Martian, like a Martian finger almost. Like, it, I was like, what? <laughs> Oh, it was the longest finger. Anyway, continuing on. Um, obviously, Alistair Black gets this win, but uh, Oni Lorcan probably looked pretty strong. Or it sounds like he looked pretty strong. Uh, good for him. He's got an interesting name, which I think Jerry uh, Lawler uh, pointed out on commentary, which is ridiculous. Jerry, com- Jerry Lawler's even on commentary. Even before all of this pandemic stuff started, he was just an old white man talking about nonsense. He had no idea what he was talking about ever. He should never have been on TV anymore. Anyway, my opinion aside, um, we move up to Shayna Baszler versus Sarah Logan. Um, Shayna Baszler was pretty pissed after her loss to uh, Becky at WrestleMania. So, uh, oh, and this was another uh, Money in the Bank qualifying match. Um, So, uh, yeah, Sarah Logan did not get pushed in this one. Shayna Baszler, I thought for a second, actually broke her arm, but then I realized, oh, yeah, that's another spot. So there was a bit of confusion because uh, the ref called Sarah Logan the victor, but the commentary guys were like, no, actually, she was unable to continue, so she lost by forfeit, so it's actually Baszler. So it was Baszler with the win. Um, so that means now we have in the women's match, we have Shayna Baszler, Nia Jax, and Asuka. Three pretty big names. That could be, that could turn out pretty interesting. Um, anyway. They're having a match? Sorry? That's for the Money in the Bank. Oh. Yeah, so that's the ladder match. So all these matches are, are were qualifiers. So Asuka won, Shayna B won. And Nia Jax won. So they're all in the match. And we'll have three more, I assume, on SmackDown in the coming days. Um, Who knows who'll be in there. Anyway. uh, Next up, we have Akira Tozawa versus Austin Theory. Um, This was basically just a chance for Austin Theory to get his first win. Because as Ace pointed out, he hasn't won pretty much ever. So this was just a night for Austin Theory to look strong. 
as and well. What a good thing the they did that. That uh, yeah. Akira Tozawa wins on NXT the next night, um, two nights later. Wow, Electric continue. Could have been bad for uh, old uh, Akira Tozawa there, but uh, anyway. So uh, it also led into uh, Angel Garza versus Tahuti Miles. Um, again, poor Tahuti, but he just seems to be there to put over other people. I mean, Garza had Garza came out and he doesn't. Oh, he's just great. He came out had uh, um, was able to find some girl in the in the crowd to to give a kiss to on the cheek and a flower, and she was just clearly some employee or or possibly Garza's. Yeah, or I was going to say it's probably his wife or girlfriend, and it was she was definitely super hot and was definitely not. The, <laughs> oh, uh, was not like actually taking most... pictures. He's, got, oh, yeah. he's gonna have the most smoking wife of all time. That guy's the smoothest oh, dude oh, I've yeah. ever seen. It was kind and of a giveaway. Like, no, it, no, I was just saying it was a bit of a giveaway. I was like, as soon as I saw her, I was like, she's she's not there to take pictures. She's in a a very large black hoodie, <laughs> hiding everything and awkwardly holding this camera. There's no way. Uh, good for her. Garza's the man, though. But Garza's the man. So anyway, he had a great spot. I just want to point out the one spot he had um, where it, they were going between, bouncing off the, Garza was running back, bounced off the rings, and Miles did that thing where he uh, jumps up to, like, let the guy go under his legs, but instead uh, Garza drop kicked him in the chest. Um, it just, it looked super cool in both, like, normal time and slow-mo. I was like, oh, Garza. My goodness, what a man. So anyway, um Garza yeah. yeah, that was he was the winner. So oh sorry, Ace, go ahead. We love Angel Garza here with the Angel Garza fan club. That's our other I can't name. stop saying his name. I can't stop he, saying his name, so yeah. He it's fun to say kid. Angel Garza, Angel Garza, Angel Garza. He's great. <laughs> What's not like? It's true. When he pulled uh, the camera up and he just started talking to it, I was just like, the guy is so cool. <laughs> Kick on, right to the face. Come on. Get up. Get up. Get up. Get up. Get up. Yeah. Esto es para todas las que me están viendo en su casa. Me aman, babies. Yo también las amo. He works. <laughs> uh, he just works in a way that, that Humberto Carrillo never worked. And they're like, it just, it's, it's just like you're kind of the same, but, but. He, Humberto came along first, and people were like, meh. And then Angel Garza came along, and people were like, oh, yeah, okay, this guy. And I don't Angel know what Garza's exactly. Like a guy I look forward to seeing. Like On Monday, I go, oh, like, yeah. oh what are Angel's going to do tonight? I always think that. Yeah, it's true. He's so good. Um, anyway, so continuing on with our night of Monday Night Raw, we have the Kyrie Sane versus Nia Jax, which I kind of gave away earlier um, a couple times. But Nia wins this match pretty, pretty squashingly. Um, she just came back. There's no way she's gonna like look weak right away. Um, good on her for coming back from double knee surgery. That sounds like it would have hurt a lot. But uh, yeah, I really that's that's all I can really say about Nia Jax. I really don't care anything else about her. Um, but uh, she's in that match and probably and it promises to be a, a crazy match, even if just the three of them are in it. So we'll see. Um. Anyway, next up we had uh, the man who once pinned Roman Reigns clean as a whistle, Bobby Lashley, oh, yeah. against No Way Jose. He's really stepped up his competition since uh, Bobby Lashley and has. No Way Jose thought he had a chance of winning this after Bobby Lashley pinned Roman clean as a whistle. He's an idiot. 
He's a no well, way Jose. <laughs> he isn't. That seems to be his chance. That's why they call him that. That's, today. Yeah, that's his chances of the match. <laughs> even before today. Um, mm. Anyway, so uh, that was pretty big squash, but uh, the point of it basically was to draw out some more uh, friction between Lana and Bobby, so not everything's looking uh, wonderful in their, uh, in their life. So uh, that's pretty obvious, honestly. Um, and for the next and the longest, most pointlessly long match of the night, uh, Cedric Alexander and Ricochet... Uh, we need to think of some sort of name for that tag team at some point, but uh, against the Viking Raiders. So two teams that were given way too much time in this show. Um, <laughs> only because it left the main event with 10 minutes to get through everything. And I was like, that's not enough. That's not enough time for these two. Um, and also, can I just reference I had the best tweet of my life? Yes. I said dream match book it hybrid two versus the Viking Raiders inside a spirit of Halloween winner gets to wear their costume out of the store. <laughs> I died. I, I died for sure. Uh, it's a good one. <laughs> it's a good, it's a good tweet right there. Um, yeah. Cause Ricochet said Alexander, like uh, they lost. Hey, eh? They lost, and it wasn't, and it was probably pretty obvious that uh, that the Viking Raiders were going to win. This was their first match back on TV in like a month or two, or something like that. Um. Anyway, so after this segment, you, oh, what do you? Sorry, what do you? What do you? What do you think you do there to fix? For, if Ricochet and Cedric Alexander were smart, you know what they would do. What's they that? Would come into Raw next Monday with matching fucking gear and just buy into it. Bro, they, they were wearing just trying to be single stars. I bet so. They were both wearing matching gear. They had yellow and black. Oh, they should get like, a name though, and everything like the bros are always like, just fucking get branding on it, just buy in because that's what they're gonna make you guys do. Just do it. I think they're Seems trying to, to go by Sad Ricochet, like Cedric, like Cedric, like I don't know. I think it's yeah, I, I get what you're saying. It's terrible. It's like said. Who's your favorite team? Oh, it's Sad Ricochet. <laughs> what? Who? who Cedric- what did you say? Yeah, that's like one of those that's assholes gonna... that just like jams words. Yeah, together. they, they also gotta they're gonna not they gotta not put that on their tights. No, <laughs> no, no, no. It's a big note for me. Ricochet's um, gonna hear this after just doing this. Shit. Right? He's gonna know. He's gonna come after us. Uh, at one point, we had a um, little backstage segment with the Street Profits and. Uh, getting interviewed just after this match, talking talking up there like, oh, Vikings, they gave us so many good words, like egg and happy, and they were very clean, and they were just doing like a the more you know thing. And uh, Bianca Belair, the uh, the newest call-up uh, for Monday Night Raw, comes in and slaps some sense into, uh, into the Street Profits. Um, Montez Ford is quite the hype man for his wife. Uh I know Mike likes her a lot. She's uh, she seems pretty cool. I I uh, I guess we'll see uh, where they go from here with her. But uh, uh, yeah, they she remind oh she smacked the sense into them. That was the other thing. She smacked the sense into them by reminding them that they've never actually beaten the Viking Raiders. So that really sets up the fact that they're going to have to fight the Viking Raiders at some point in the next couple of weeks. 
Yeah, I heard they're going to do that match at Money in the Bank, and I don't know. I hope that the Street Profits win. I'm with you guys. Like the Viking Raiders are, are like a good, like they're good wrestlers. Like they're really good wrestlers for their size. But I just can't get behind the gimmick. Gimmick's terrible. There's only one gimmick worse than I can, that I can think of, and I wonder if <laughs> Ace can guess what it is. I wonder if it's TH2. <laughs> just kidding. I don't know what that is, but Ace. I don't know if he can uh, if he can think about it. Oh, unless he... Oh, he's he's he, taking his time to try and determine... Oh, he's determining, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it a tag team or a singles wrestler? No, I was going to say the, uh, the archer... Oh, what? no. Oh. oh, Ace, are you still there? What? I didn't say anything. Why didn't... You didn't talk. I was, I was tossing to you. <laughs> what, what's the worst gimmick Hello? going in wrestling? Oh, no. <laughs> I don't think I don't think bot is bottle Yeah. Yeah, he's oh, yeah. out. Okay. He, <laughs> oh, we had some more audio issues, everyone. Um now I can hear you guys. We're, yeah. We'll leave that in. We'll leave that in just so people can understand our struggles. <laughs> how quick was that? How how quick was that? We fixed that pretty quick. It's pretty quick. It was pretty yeah, quick. It wasn't, it wasn't um bad. So worst gimmick in wrestling going right now, Ace Bondalu. What is your guess what I'm gonna say next? Uh Damien Priest. Yes. <laughs> I knew it. I knew you would know. The Archer of Infamy. Infamy. Whatever the hell that means. Okay, sorry. Yeah, that was that was a lot. Um because we have one last match for Raw. Uh Andrade versus Drew McIntyre. They gave less than ten minutes for this match. Horrible decision because it just ended with uh Andrade getting a clean loss, so making the US champion look kinda weak. And then Seth Rollins coming out of nowhere to stomp the WWE heavyweight champion, setting up him as the next contender, which is the weirdest thing because he lost at Mania. So he loses at Mania to Kevin Owens and gets a title opportunity. I mean, I get the limited roster, but even that's kind of hard to sell. Yeah, it's WWE, baby. Goldberg. Seth had a few weird left. It's true. Seth had a few weird promos tonight as well. I forgot to mention that. Um, he just kind of stared off into the middle distance and just kind of said a few things about crucifixion and Messiah and whatnot. And I was kind of like, all right, well, I didn't have to listen to everything you've said tonight, Seth. But uh, I could tell that uh, it was probably leading towards what happened at the end. So I'm not surprised he showed up based on what happened during the night. Um but the fact that Seth is already going back for a world title is kind of like, I mean, if he didn't go right back for it, then what the hell's the point? Yeah, I don't know. I kind of like that group more with the disciples involved, like the AOP and, and Murphy. But obviously, one half of the AOP is injured right now. And I don't know. What do you guys think about that jacket? Wait, that Seth is Murphy has? even on TV anymore? Yeah, he's, he's in a, st- he's in no, a Murphy in hasn't- qualifier next week. Is he? Oh shit! Yeah. I thought he was it's stuck facing, overseas still. No, he's facing Rey Mysterio. It's, that's going to be an unbelievably good match. That could steal the entire program. First time ever between those two guys. Interesting. Oh, Very is he still one of Seth's disciples though, or no? He hasn't shown up with him yet, so I think he hasn't been on TV at all. Like I, this is this. That's the first I've heard of him being back, but I didn't see a lot of promos for uh, qualify. Oh, they had MVP at a thing. Um, but I don't remember all the qualifiers. If if Mike can remember, I that would be cool. But uh, I don't. Yeah, um, the other two are MVP versus 
Um, Apollo um, Crews. Yeah, versus Apollo Crews. I don't know it. why they I guess they're really low on numbers to get MVP wrestling. Apollo will win that match. And then Alistair Black Dude, versus no, Kim. Man. You think that MVP is going to beat Apollo Crews in Apollo Crews? I hope so. I hope so, but here's why. <laughs> here's why. You ready? Yeah, hit me. It's a Money in the Bank match in an empty arena. MVP is funny. He can talk. We'll laugh while he's wrestling. He's not going to win. It'll be fun. Yeah, I wouldn't mind it. Like he's got a lot of experience in the Money in the Bank matches, so he he could probably do some cheeky things in that match too. But but don't forget, Ace, your boy, Austin Theory is also in a qualifier next week. He's he's facing off against my boy, Alistair Black. It's a win-win situation, <laughs> baby. Yeah, buddy, I hope your boy wins. I hope my boy gets put down. <laughs> <laughs> it's Selena Vega's client versus Selena Vega's wife. Zelina Vega's wife. You just called Alistair Black Zelina Vega's wife. Man, I, I took a 75 MG edible and it's starting to hit me. So my bad. My bad, everybody. Okay. Are we oh, all wrapped word. up on the stuff? Can we go to our that, segments? We yeah, can get to it. our segments. Yeah, we can do that. Uh, did we even talk about the main event or did Seth just <laughs> show up? Yeah, we did the no, main it event. Was, it was, yeah, it was, it it was, was short. Drew it versus was... Andrade and uh, <laughs> Angel Garza and Austin Theory were there at the end. Uh, yeah, well, they, did, like, they were just uh, doing some stuff. They yeah, they were like, didn't they lay them out and do a fist thing? No, but like that's yeah, they were on the they were on the show like four times. Like that that group. After each of their matches, they came in and beat each other's opponents. So uh, Tahuti Miles and Akira Tozawa each got beatdowns in the middle and they came and did a big fist thing over the top um yeah so they did that after each one i didn't mention that because i'd forgotten about it but uh yeah i think they did probably, some other stuff yes i think they're probably building to like street profits versus theory and garza for the oh they did that already <laughs> what? Well, I, thought, what? I, I, was, I was just gonna say i think they're gonna build to that what an idiot i am they, they just fought each other twice in the past two weeks Man, the kid, the kid is a space case right now. Let's Ooh. move on. <laughs> Moving on. Ace Bondler, you're up. So Drew won that, just so we're clear. Yes, <laughs> very clear. He did win clear. Okay. He did win clean. I said that at the beginning, but anyway. Okay, anyway, so it's time for... Uh, we look at everything that happened this week in wrestling, I guess including even SmackDown, which we recapped on the last pod. And we give our clapper, our crapper, and our knee slapper. It's time for the first segment. Spencer, introduce it. Uh, first up, we have the clapper. The uh, one thing in wrestling we uh, are excited about or are just giving a general round of applause to. The clapper. Whatever, yeah. Before Mike gets to uh, bond here, what is, what is your pick, Mike? <laughs> Oh boy, um, my pick is Lance Archer, man. Everything about Lance Archer. Everybody dies. The Murder Hawk monster taking his place in AEW. I think he's winning the TNT title. I think he's going to run roughshod over the entire company. He likes your tweets, man. He yeah, likes and he likes tweets. my tweets when I mention him. So <laughs> appreciate it. Shout out. <laughs> good wrestler, man. 20 plus years in the business, finally getting a big break. I mean, he was good in New Japan, but like this is like probably the biggest, like, North American platform he's had. So I'm happy for him, man. He's been busting his ass for a long time. Spencer, right. your clapper. My clapper, my clapper just has to be Angel Garza. I mean, of a of a pretty good trio, like I like Andrade. 
Um, well, okay. Two thirds of that trio are good, <laughs> and one third of them are Austin Theory. Um, but uh, even though Andra- or, uh, Angel Garza is not the head of that uh, little stable, I think he's the standout member. I, I, I love him, everything about him. I mean, I know we talked about him. Couldn't stop saying his damn name earlier, so uh, that's why I'm going to go with him as my clapper. I can only pick one, hey? You can do two if you want. There's no rule. Yeah. Oh, I was just going to give it to Drew McIntyre and Charlotte Flair for being great champions. Heel and face. They're both great. Oh, man. I, like Charlotte I, I know you're a big so Charlotte fan. Oh, she's putting oh. over the future more than like, she was. People say she was. And then Drew's just been great. There's no crowd, but he's still killing it. Gotta love Drew. I always loved Drew McIntyre, even when he was with Dolph Ziggler. I was like, Drew McIntyre is the, clearly the, the, the best of these two. I will introduce the, uh, well, who? the crapper. I will say quickly, Charlotte and Andrade, man, that's a power couple right there. Running, running rough shot, man. Those two. That's true. There's I watched them play volleyball on Instagram. Oh, yeah, they're too. pretty good. I mean, Andrade oh. can't hit worse shit, but uh, <laughs> Charlotte's pretty good. Yeah, it looked like, like she like, played in university. She did. I, I remember that hearing that or reading that about her. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. What did you say, Ace? Can you introduce the segment again? Yeah, the crapper. The one thing in wrestling that we did not like this week. The crapper. And my crapper for this week is going to be, you know what? My crapper for this week is Vince McMahon. Like, I'm not going to say anything else. Vince McMahon. If you listen to the start of this podcast, you'll know why. I'll leave it at that. Good pick. Yeah, okay. Yeah, all right. All right. Ace, you uh, want to go next? Yeah, my crapper is a champion that has won the title and not shown up on TV since, and I'm pretty sick of it. I'm pretty mad. You guys, any ideas? Sami Zayn. No, I'm talking about Rob Gronkowski, the 24-7 champion. <laughs> you win that belt. And you don't even show up on TV the week afterwards? What That's a is good it? point. Like, this I never is a thought belt that. that was built by the likes of Riddick Moss. Okay? <laughs> hey, Riddick, do Riddick. not disrespect R-Truth and Drake Maverick. Those two built that title. Yeah. And you know what? Riddick Moss was the next best one after them. <laughs> he was! Fine. He was. It's bullshit, but he was. Because yeah. he sucked. <laughs> He was the next best champion out of those, basically uh, of all useless. the holders. And Rob's over here, not even showing up to defend it. Come on, man! Not cool. Yeah, not cool. Not you cool guys agree, right? Ah, uh, one hundred P, man. Pretty much didn't go through all that for that. that. But you're right. Absolutely. Dream match: Riddy Mo versus Rob Gronkowski. Man, they need to book it. We need to mania. The people need Man. that match. I'll be so. I'll be cheered for Riddy Mo. I'm sorry. I'm like Rob. You've had enough wins. Give this one to Riddy. <laughs> Put him over. He did get to win. Yeah. Uh, who's who's Crapper? Turn is it My on? turn. Spencer's. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it goes to the Viking Raiders for just having the second worst gimmick going, but the first gimmick going wasn't on TV this week. Just their sure. matches don't excite me because they this year this week they had the worst like they botched their finisher hard like Cedric basically just kind of landed on the ground and they just kind of covered him 
I was like, oh, guys, like, I, I, I know you're kind of stuck in your gimmick, but my God. It's yeah, not they good. do nothing for work. me, man. I instantly want to change the channel when they're on TV. And you just know how their matches are going to go. And then sometimes there's a little interference like, by Seth Rollins' buddies and they lose not clean. So they're still sort of strong. You're like, I don't care. I like, I like to think Vikings. that if like their names were Hanson and Rowe and they were the War Raiders still, I would like them. But I don't think so. I don't think I would. I thought they were Hokey and NXT. So they walked, they look like they walked out of Spirit of Halloween, man. <laughs> just... I mean, it's just frustrating the names and the way they look because the two of them are just such good athletes that it gets overshadowed by the gimmick for sure. And come on, like Eric, Eric and Ivar, like what's better? Come on, Hanson and Rowe. You just Eric said and Eric, and I was like, who is Eric? <laughs> like I can't even tell them apart. I don't know which one's I Eric. You were about to say like Rowan or something. You know what I mean? Right? <laughs> I thought so too. He could fit into that group. Make it a trios t- team. He's not there anymore. Uh- <laughs> Yeah, I know, but if he came back, they could call him the Viking because he already looks he'd, like one. He'd be the leader. That would be something. Well, it'd be yeah. better than his cage gimmick that he had going for no reason. <laughs> what a bad Did Rowan's spider get released? Or were they like, no? No, Drew McIntyre smushed it. Drew McIntyre <laughs> smushed it like two weeks before WrestleMania. I didn't know if that killed it. It was a robot spider. I don't know <laughs> how to kill those things. It was the um, worst. It was. If it was still going, it would be the worst gimmick. Oh, yeah. Hands down. It was awful. And now it is time for the knee slapper. The one thing we found that was pretty funny. (laughs) The knee slapper. I can start. Um, Mine was Matt Riddle this week on NXT, how no one wanted to interact with him. I thought that was pretty funny, and I feel like everyone's just a buzzkill. Matt Riddle. He might be high on himself, but he seems like a pretty good guy. You know what I mean? It's pretty He's fun. literally high on himself. <laughs> yeah, buddy. I, I don't know. I'd be giving him fist bumps. Timothy Thatcher, if you wanted to look cool, you just look at L7 when you debuted. You look like the <laughs> lamest guy. Like, oh, I'm going to go home and read a book. Sorry. Which is fine, but not when you're hanging out with Matt Riddle. <laughs> you party. You do party. You got to party with Matt Riddle. That's, that's just yeah, life man. and facts. All right, that's the next day. I'm hanging out with Matt Riddle. Like, I'm still partying with him. Exactly. When does that happen again? Who knows, man? Who knows? Yeah, I, I love Matt Riddle. He's just so funny. He's just fun, yeah. Oh, for sure. I don't like, go you to slapper? Yeah. yeah. Mine is going to be Bianca Belair and King Tez. Uh, I mean, there has, either, I don't know if they're married yet. They're, they might just be fiancé and... and uh, yeah, fiance, whatever. But uh, I just find them absolutely hilarious together. Like when when uh, Bianca's in the ring wrestling, like King Tez is on the outside, just like hyping her up so much. Like he's so excited every time she does any any move. And then just like the way that she was able to just like get them out of that sort of like whack funk that they're in, like you know, and rem- reminding them that they haven't actually beaten the Viking Raiders yet. Like I thought that was pretty funny. Like she was just like bossing them around and yeah it was really entertaining i enjoyed it a lot the the viking raiders the match with the street profits kind of makes sense because it it is true that they haven't beaten the viking raiders so at least there's a reason and storyline for the match like i'd hate it a lot more if the viking raiders just randomly got the shot for the title shot for no reason like they're just like just like the bill goldberg roman reigns treatment where it's like 
okay, I want to fight you now, so I'm going to fight you. And there doesn't have to be any match to determine. I'm just going to fight you now. So at least there's a little bit of story, but yeah. Anyway, King Fair Tez, enough. Bianca Belair. Excellent choices. Cool. Uh, mine's going to be good old uh, farmer number one, Justin Law. When I saw that guy, I was like, I've seen that guy in my high school gym class talking about how he plays football, but he really that's, doesn't actually play football. Not Tiku Mahidi or whatever? No, Justin Law on AEW tonight. He, he wrestled Sean Spears. I just had that thought and was like, this is too funny. He is like that like out of shape, in shape guy that's kind of, he's like sort of lean, but mostly just like, like not, not lean. Dude, just at me next time, bro. (laughs) No, no, man. This guy was way more out of shape. It's like, this this is weird. This guy shouldn't be on here long. And he wasn't because the chairman chaired him out. I don't know what that means. I'm looking him up right now. There's not even a picture of him on (laughs) on the results page here. It's a picture of Sean Spears. Justin Law. Now, what do you guys think of Sean Spears? Do you guys like him? Like, what are your thoughts on him? I don't really know much about him, to be honest. I, isn't he the one that's looking for a tag team partner, but he's been looking for like a year? Yeah, he's been looking for a while. I don't really know what they're doing there. <laughs> yeah, he was, in du- he was in WWE. He was, just, he was Ty Dillinger before. Uh, and well, he's been I'm a little better in shape than Justin Law. Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You at least do your, like he looks like he he throws bales of hay and then goes and chugs a bunch of beer and that's about all his day consists of. <laughs> but he doesn't throw that many bales of hay. Actually, he eats nothing but bread. Bread, yes, bread. Let's stop body shaming this dude. You know what, bro? If you want to drink and eat like that, bro, Justin Law, you're a good dude. Go ahead, bro. That's fair. That's fair. I just thought we it don't was look funny jacked. seeing it out. No, I'm yeah, not jacked like- at all. <laughs> but I'm not I'm not a professional wrestler, so there is that. True. True point. Good point. But I mean he's fine. He was I'm sure he did fine in that match. I I just he just reminded me of all the farmers boys I grew up with. That's all. And those guys always made me laugh. Not in a mean spirited way, in a in a in a uh, I'm just gonna stop talking now. I get what you're trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> Just going to quit. Ace Bondaloo, any final thoughts? Nothing, baby. Nothing at all. I just want to say quickly, if, I, if there's a chance to, uh, once again, like, one love, everybody. Just one love. Let's just keep that in mind. When we're commenting online, when we're talking about other people, when we're doing anything, one love, everybody. That's and that's a really wrap up the show. What did you guys uh, run up with tonight? <laughs> <laughs> Who you did know, you have? You know, as, uh, as the movie Semi Pro says, everybody love everybody. Thank I have you. a ring here too, and it says E-L-E. love. E-L-E. 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 <laughs> 11 more hours to go. I had a, I had a, a the, the uh, chocolate fondue. Chocolate fondue is a good choice. Um, I had uh, Cold Creek Kush by Vertical Cannabis. I've had it before. 
it always knocks my socks off and I can barely sit. Yeah, oh, man, stand, I gotta try that. Is, Holy. <laughs> it's good. Vertical cannabis, Cold Creek Kush. It's a little more expensive. Um, it's like 50 bucks. Yeah, 50? it's up there. Wow. Yeah, more than that. Um, probably 60 for 3.5. But uh, I got the seven grams for about nine, just under 90 bucks. With a 20% this discount. Canada. This is Canada it's where it's legal. Totally. Yeah. Mike, Important to keep that in mind. Yes. <laughs> What was yours, Mike? Uh, Well, 25 mg edible. Yeah, so right before we came on here, I had three 25 mg candies. And then earlier on in the day, just to get a nice little head high going on, I had a little bit of the Z Kittles, which is like three different strains, including one that they don't mention, which kind of had me tripping out. But yeah, it's pretty good. Well, gentlemen, one last question from Ace Bondaloo here. Whoever answers it first gets the last word on the podcast. What number was this? Five. 